Kia ora, and welcome to What's Out There, an exploration of what it means to live in modern-day Aotearoa. Join us with our hosts, Azu, Charlie, and Scout, in their search to answer the question, What's Out There?, as they explore the offerings of their local neighborhoods, dive into the diversity of the rainbow community, and the opportunities and impacts of Kiwi entrepreneurs. Hi, Azu. Kia ora. Hi. Hi, guest. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Episode two. <laughs> Episode two. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this it's is... still sinking in that we're doing a podcast, by the way. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like, I feel like I go into this podcast mindset and zone. Yeah. You're like, I'm on air. I'm being listened to. Um, yeah. I wonder how the guest listens. Because they're listening to us right now. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Who's out there? <laughs> Who's out there? Who are you? What is your name? You know, the funny thing is looking at TikTok is it's that mindset of actually when you're going through TikTok, it is that um, you're talking to that one person and having a personal connection to them. So the question we have is how are we having a personal connection to this one individual who is our guest here uh, with us? This is our extra. Hi, guest. Hello. Who are you? Who are you? What's your Please name? Tell us about yourself. I know. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll tell us about ourselves. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. today it's just you and I. Yeah. Charlie could not join us today, but you know that did not stop us. That did not stop us from doing from doing the podcast because I was like, surely we have. Lots we have lots to, to, <laughs> we have lots lots to, to talk about. Lots to update. You have two chatterboxes <laughs> here. You just need to have us. In one room, and we'll just mm. chat away. Mm. So, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been really interesting. So, um, looking at like the what's out there, what's out there? I went to, um, yeah, my week. I went and ventured around town. I went to a the the libraries. So Ooh. I've been on yeah, I've been on this cook kick of trying to figure out. Um, what books what lgbt books are actually in wellington mm-hmm. and like the tiktok really kicked it off for me to be fair um, of looking at all the rainbow books and um but just trying to figure out i want to know i just want to look at them you know i just want to know what what is even out there i don't want to look online i just want to see it in person and i figured oh i might as well just go to all the libraries around town and seeing what they actually do have what did you find? Well, not a lot. <laughs> to be fair, not a lot. And it was a lot to do with more of an ex- like inaccessibility. Not mm. necessarily the books themselves, but trying to actually find the books. Like, I have to go out of my way to actively search for what I want to find or am hoping to find or just being offered. You know, so um, the past couple of weeks I've been doing this and... I looked at Newtown Library, went to um, Kilburnie Library, the the two public libraries in the city. Um, I went to the bookstores. So all of have them... you been to the Brooklyn Library? No, I haven't yet. You I'll know we have a library up there too. In Brooklyn. For those of us who don't know, I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah we have a library up there. Yeah, right I forgot the about fire that. Station. I lived yeah. there and I didn't even realize. I keep on forgetting about that. I'll get up there next too. Yeah. And. And then the bookstores along Cuba Street and Whitcalls, which was a tr- they were the worst. They were the worst. I was like, I was expecting more, but, but anyway. So I this week I went to um, I went to the National Library of New Zealand. 
lot. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. It's a cool space, eh? It's neat. It's really cool. Did you go to the part that has the um, looking at the treaty downstairs? Yeah. So I went uh, about three years ago because I was involved with uh, a volunteering uh, group slash charity that held an event there. Yeah. It was pretty... It's a, it's a very impressive building. I haven't had... Mm. So I, so I haven't done the full tour, which I, which I should do. We got to sign up now. If we want to do tour, you got to sign up. So we oh, should okay. do that. We should do that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd be fun to check out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah groups, up, groups up to 10. So we can make an event out of it. Yeah. Oh. We could just advertise it in podcast. Yeah. Come, come on, join come us. Come join on... us. Come join us, Gust. <laughs> Friend. This is for Wellington people only. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, Not for guys. anyone who's listening yeah. international. But yeah. yeah so... You can watch our TikTok and follow along, though. <laughs> so. Yeah, so you went to the library and then what yeah. else happened? So, because yeah. I was like, okay, I just... I went to the, the, the bottom part, like the public library I had downstairs. Yeah. And that was fascinating because it has a lot of Maori history books and then treaty of course and um and then the kids section and but i didn't get the chance to ask the individual like where's your rainbow section because i'm like if you're at the national library and you have the public library they're showing the history i'm like i would want to feel like i'm represented as well just like one or two books you know just like you know rainbow rainbow history so did they have a section no no they didn't no 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 library no public library in wellington has an lgbt section not one not one uh, so, but it, it, sort of, sort of. So let me, let me reframe this. There is, um, Teawe, I think Teawe, Teawe Library, um, and off of Thorndon, I believe it is. No, Lambton Key, Lambton Key. Uh, upstairs they had, um, there was a competition that went on for, um, rainbow book displays and they still have those up. And so you could see like a rainbow section, but it was like pictures of the books mm-hmm. and they had some books above it, but again there was no lgbt section at all which i found really frustrating and the 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 staff they're super queer friendly super super helpful but i'm like do you have any rainbow stickers on the like if i'm looking for a book right uh, if i can't find it in the section i should be able to find it somewhere then, right? yeah and like okay do you have any rainbow stickers on the, in the spines no and they do this because like, oh, it's safety for the kids and parents. And like, I can understand it. But as an adult, though. What do you mean safety? Uh, yeah, like for kids who are coming out and not feeling um, they don't want to be discriminated against or mm-hmm. um, fear of rejection or being kicked out of housing. So but they want to be able to have those books and not make it stand out. Yeah. Is the thing. So and I can. So I understand that. But as adults, I'm like, I want I want queer fiction. I want to read books. I want to be able to, you know, find this easily. So, um, finding out where in the library I can find it and, but they don't have that. So I'm like, okay, what they do offer is you just have to go onto the website. But even then, like (laughs) you'd guess, like you think you click on like categories and like LGBT, right? And be like, boom, all the LGBT books. Yeah. No, they don't have anything. They it's not organized. It's not organized. So it's oh not. Oh my it's god! Like, so how am I supposed to? So okay. So look at this. So if I want to, there is a there's a rainbow list, right? So I can go onto the website. I can click on blogs, and then I click on on that list of drop down from blogs. Click on teens. I go into the teen sections, and then I can click on categories, and then I can choose LGBT. Which takes me to the LGBT teens page that lists some books, but that's 
Yeah. And then that so, sounds like such it's a, a nightmare. It's, right? it's yeah. such an unorganized chaotic. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm like, okay, so I can't go to the library. I mean, that's not the I can't go online. Find, yeah. No. And then you go to the card catalog and you just like online and like search LGBT. Well, that only gives you a frame of reference for the books that may be entitled LGBT or mm-hmm. queer or gay. And a lot of it's history, but where's that's not going to. De- give me my LGBT or queer fiction. Like, I want a sci-fi fiction book, takes me out of here, you know, romance, whatever, all oh. the queer shit, you know? Um, and I can't do that. I can't find, I can't go to the library and find it. I can't find the books. There's no section. I can't go online and find this. So, which means now I and have... it's to- not like you're saying that these genres of books actually... It's not like they don't exist. They exist, but you just can't find them here in Wellington at the libraries. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then I have to go to a web... I will have to then go to websites to that are just queer specific and they have that list. And then I have to individually search for those books in Wellington Libraries catalog. Well, maybe that is something that you could raise oh tomorrow when you go to that meeting. Well, I can't go to the meeting because I have a workshop going on. But next month. Next month. You, next month. Yeah. Next month. So, so I'll raise tell us what I already, I already, is? I already emailed the library saying, "Hey, I want to help you guys out because this is nuts." So feedback, right, yeah. you know, and so anyway, anyway, the National Library, right? So struggling really hard. Go to the National Library. Go upstairs. They had a little rainbow flag. I had to, I had to scan the perimeter and be like, "Okay, where's anything?" Saw so a little rainbow flag. I'm like, "Boom! There we go." Walked over that thing. And right away, like they had, it was quite tall. It was like this tall, like this wide, like a meter wide, two meters tall of original card catalogs, like pull out drawers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that on your TikTok video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out my TikTok video because it's like little drawers and they have little cards in them and it lists everything that is um, documented. So, but it's the whole, it's all of the books in the entire catalog that New Zealand has. Mm. And it's huge. It's massive. It's posters. It's, um, yeah, it's magazines. It's different forms of paraphernalia, materials. But if, but again, you can't look at the books. You have to then take the card, bring it up to the counter, and then they can go and search for it, and then they bring it back to you. And Sorry, what century are we in? <laughs> Tell me it sounds about like it. We're like, we given a card uh, and they go in there, find the book for you, and it's a good 10 minutes. Like, you know, this is, this is, but this is the reality of living in at least in Wellington and at least at least in Wellington I can't say I'm assuming like the rest of Aotearoa is worse than this um Auckland I have no idea I don't live up there um when you look at America different different ways of life but that's like San Francisco would be completely different I suspect Mm, as well and but what does queer life look like here and it's jumping through a lot of hoops in order to find the communities and in order to find just the books um but what gets me really excited is that this i met this woman from the stitch and butch event so it's a queer um knitting crocheting group super nice. fun they were so lovely there oh my gosh i loved it um they're teaching how to do it they can just come and chat and just hang out they're so lovely uh but one of the women woman that um goes to this recognize the issue that we're finding mm-hmm. and even so even if i wanted a queer book um being sent into Aotearoa like um from 
like book depository. Yeah. Did you know that they were owned by Amazon? And no, my dreams maybe. have been shattered. <laughs> I Just... only order from Book Depository because I do not want to shop. They're from Amazon, Amazon owned. They're owned by Amazon. Like, <laughs> right? Right? Amazon's slowly taking over the planet. Like, I'm just going to sit just, in one corner and just cry myself just to sleep for a little bit. But yeah, uh, back to, yeah, back to the Yeah, but it was like, it, yeah, so you can buy a book from there, but like the cost then for those, those specific books, because some of them might be out of print or it might be, there's not enough of them. And yeah. so the cost of shipping them is sometimes $50 just to get to here, like one book, like, so it's just cost of it. You're just paying $50 for not even paying on the book, just for the shipping and then living in a COVID world. So you just don't, you're just inaccessible from getting this. So, so this woman, this queer woman, uh, I, I love her. So she, her and her family have set up a business specifically becoming the queer bookstore for Aotearoa. Oh my so, God. And free shipping. To all, to anybody so who is orders. Is she based here in Wellington? She's based here in Wellington. Capita Coast, moving up to. Where all the lesbians awesome, move to. <laughs> what an awesome thing to do. It's Because good. there's clearly a huge gap in it's the huge, market, right? Huge gap. So, in looking at youth books, looking at adult books, uh, there's limitations in terms of what you can find from, like, mm-hmm. what culture's just not even there. So, they're going to be the main um, business that has queer books that they can be the providers for all these other bookstores. And they partner with some some larger organizations, but they're able to provide free shipping to, of all, and, and like, 40% off all the books that you normally, the price take of what the books you'll find at Wickholes or online. I'm like, this is incredible. Like, she, sweet deal, you know. And, but it's not only that, but now she'll also, she's kicking off a subscription service. So you can get it <gasps> a book a month based on different, um, different ages or um, identities and in different, like, fiction world or nonfiction or mystery, you know. So it's a really cool, it's just so much more creative outlets of, of books and expression. So that's what gets me really excited about that. And, and the fact that it's local, that's even and better. And it's local. And wait, like, and she's going to ship free all over Aotearoa. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> like, do you know, do you know the name of the... I, uh, they just, they just... They're so they haven't launched la- us they're yet? They're not launching, launching November, December. Okay. Like yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, so I'm excited about this. So that's, that gets me really, really, um, just all giddy inside, you know. So is that your what's out there for this week? Yeah, well, that. So, but it's just yeah that that frustration turns into opportunity. But and just getting excited for, um, these, yeah these these the book the book scope, books. What am I calling it? Book search. Yeah, I know what Queer you mean. Book search. I got a book in the post. Um, actually, last week. Did you? Yeah. What did um, you get? I spur of the moment or you planned on it or well I ordered it through book depository <laughs> that's now owned by Ka- by Amazon yeah. my dreams are lying like a heap at the, at the on the floor now but um <laughs> sorry that I caressed you <laughs> dare you um and it was a concept that I came across uh a few weeks ago and it's the concept of grit and it was mm. um and it was uh coined by this amazing lady who was who is uh who was a high school teacher and then she went and she did uh 
for the research and her PhD on it and she developed this concept of grit and the woman in question is Angela Lee Duckworth and she essentially what the idea to summarize it what it says is that you have to put in daily um work or effort and it has to be small steps every single day in order to build resilience and that is what she calls grit because she says it is grit that takes you all the way till the end that is the mm. sustainable way to success mm. and what she saw in her research when she interviewed high school kids in different cities around the US it was not necessarily the higher IQ or the smart kids that went all the way it was the kids who had grit because they put in the daily work the mm. hard work the resilience the determination mm. the focus each and every day so i ordered that book yeah. because i saw the ted talk and i was like i'm really it really resonates with me mm. because she makes it sound achievable without making it overwhelming that's the point that's 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 the trick this the point you're trying to get towards is how to find that balance without feeling overwhelmed but taking those baby steps but actually having a goal of what you're exactly. trying to reach you got to figure out what does that end because, goal you know, look like because you know when i was in school i was clearly not the smartest kid in school clearly what do you mean clearly why would you use that word because I, I would not think of you that way at all i like, know what? right it's like when people meet me they go like what? And I was like, I was not a high achiever. Right. But that was just the conditioning and the way school was. And I hated school. Mm. Because... I mean, who liked school? I don't really. know. Some... <laughs> like, I was bullied since I was third grade. Also, so, oh my like, God, me too. We should do a yeah. podcast uh, on that too. We can, tell, we can talk and do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be really, yeah. really good. And um, so it was always like the smarter kids or the kids who had a higher IQ that always perform really well. Mm. So I started to compare myself to them going, well, I'm not, I'm not smart like them. But over the years, I realized, yes, you can be super smart. You can be super intelligent. But you need that extra fuel to go the extra mile mm. in order to succeed. And, you know, when you're in school, I don't know about you, Scout, but... For me, it was like, this is it. This is my life. If well, I that's don't, all your, that's your bubble that you live in. That's your you bubble, you right? You don't know exactly. anything else outside Like, that. you have to get, like, all these, like, really good marks and then go to college. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, somehow, if you don't get to achieve that, life's just going to come to a stop, yeah. right? But now, looking back, I wish I knew about grit. Mm. Because, yes, you can have higher IQ. You can be super smart. You can be a genius. But then you all, but what it does is, what grit does is, it doesn't exclude you. It just says that you just have a different way of getting to that success or mm. to getting to that goal. And if you don't have a higher IQ, that's okay. If you have grit, you can still get there. And you can actually perform yeah. better or you can outperform yourself. And there's that element of surprise going, yeah. holy crap, I actually did amazing. Mm. So I really, so that concept really resonated with me. Can I share that also in my work and with the clients I work with, especially from a business point of view, because it's like you have to put in the daily work and it could be just small steps. I don't believe in putting in a lot of work every single day, but it's just taking yeah. the small steps. 
so the book it's, arrived. It's getting, it's, it's getting into that habit and trying it's to building that habit, eh? Building that and trying to keep with that and like because I try to face up my life. Like there's all these things I want to do and, and change, but it's how do I consistently adapt to it? Because I will bop around from one thing to another. Always. Really? I had oh, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, ooh, this is cool. I'll ooh, try this, this nice out. And like, shiny. Oh. like, and then try this other thing out. And so it's it's a bit difficult to keep that habit, but there is things in life that I wish I would have gotten the education with and continued with it because it affects me to my day. Like financial management. One hundred percent how to um manage my money as a young age, realistically looking at investing. Um, and just keeping daily tabs because it's easy just like when you're afraid just push things away or looking at how you want to um, be able to hold yourself physically you know health like your physical health and whether that means going out exercising or the gym or whatever but we always have this thing of of bouncing off um, what we think and our goals like against others you know, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We, so it's, you're like, oh, I can't get in this habit, but it's, it's doing it for yourself because over time it adds up and you start to recognize it. Like I can feel many, <laughs> like I know it's been there. It's a lot more now, uh, but it's, there's things that come up and you, you, how to prepare yourself for the future and to get back into these routine habits that you have. So, yeah. so what does that look like for you? Um, well, I don't have a bad knee. Let's start with yeah. that. <laughs> I do have a bad ankle. Right. Um, it's not bad. I mean, we can, you can feel it, but it's not like, yeah. It's just a dodgy one. That's it's a, what, it's a yeah, yeah. You're keeping That's an eye I on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on it for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, it is, and I think this is a really good segue into also your mental health and like how that looks day to day or week Mm. to week and you know like for example if i was to apply the concept of grit so i so so i haven't started the book as yet right so so it arrived last week and i'm hoping to start it uh this weekend because we have the labor day Mm. weekend to the long weekend to get started so i'm really excited to see what were the findings that she came up with? And the thing with grit and the idea is that you can apply it into can your professional life, in your personal life, mm. just for that personal growth and to have that positive mindset. And for me, just from listening to her TED Talk, I think for me, the key takeaway was, and she says this um, famous quote, it says, life is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that bloody makes sense. Yeah. For so long, and at times it feels like a sprint, but it's just going, okay, just taking that step back and just pausing. And for me, it means like those putting in the daily work, it means taking pauses and going, I don't need to be overwhelmed by this. I can take my time. If I, mm. I don't need to give an answer to a certain thing at mm. that very moment. And just really come back to myself and just keep and like constantly checking in with myself. How am I doing? How's my mental health doing? Because truth is, it's been pretty crazy the past oh, this, two years. This, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, COVID definitely. Yeah. You know, and it's you. taken a toll on everyone's mental health, ourselves included. And it's just. Like, so I'm just, uh, so I'm just looking for ideas and concepts that we 
that are functional, that are easy to understand, and that easy to uh, assimilate or adopt in your daily life just to keep you balanced and aligned mm. and just going with the flow, you know? Can I? So I'm really keen to unravel more, can read more about grit. And I'm one of those people who doesn't like reading uh, on Kindle. I like holding the actual book. I mean, to be fair, we learn better that way. Is actually just reading. It's the uh, texture it's, and everything, it's, right? Well, it's something. There's something. I remember reading a study about it a while ago, and looking at digital, like yeah, we can get a lot of information from that. But in terms of retaining it, it's oh, that's yeah, from marking it and highlighting it, or just the actual physicality of it. Do you highlight your books? Have you not seen my books? <laughs> like all of my books are super highlighted. Oh my god! Yeah, look another at this. reason. Look at this. Another reason why we're friends. Like I highlight like, the shit out of my so books. many. There's so much <laughs> highlights. Does it mean that I'm actually going back to it? No, but does it mean that I feel like no, oh, I, I feel inspirational with it? No, I think for people like us, but at least for me, when I highlight it, I'm like, yes, it's important. It's important. <laughs> But I highlight so many of them. <laughs> so I'm like, no, but it is important because I can't go back. I have whole pages that are highlighted because yeah. I just like I it. I just, the whole pages, I don't even do it. I just put a giant line down the side. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's just a quick, like, yep. All this. I start at the top, and then down. What's your favorite color highlighter? Well, it's just, I mean, it's yellow's the go-to. I mean, it's a standard one we have. But I, orange, I use at times. Um, green, if I, uh, I don't the pink and orange. Yeah, me too. Pink yeah, and orange. Yellow's out. too standard for me. It's sta- it's if I want to really highlight something, like it depends, <laughs> like it make it stand. It up. depends on or, the intensity. Or of if the it's color. like if there's in something in the book where it's referencing, um, something I want to check out like online, then I'll do that. Use a different color, but usually just quotes and inspirational things and oh my god this is hilarious is like i've got my packet of highlighters when i'm reading a book i thought i was the oh, only one no, hello no, no. yay yeah, yeah, yeah. kindred spirits yeah, yeah, i know yeah so um tell us about the book that you bought over the weekend <laughs> so funny yeah so i speaking of mental health yeah i was like i need to get the fuck out of the city and i went to get palliser and but in the gray town but in the and i found this book called um the scout mindset and it was I'm so sorry, cool. what? Yeah. You got a, you got a book named like, after you? It was like, it was so funny. I looked at this, I'm like, hold on a second. Um, it is not my book, but it was the the mindset of of how we perceive things and how we... Fuck, I should just bring it up. Hold up. Because I am not good at having quotes off the top of my head. You know? um, but I just started this thing and it went into two different aspects. Um, hold on. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's looking at taking one mindset of um, when we are confronted or presented with information mm-hmm. and we ask ourselves, can I believe it? So it's, it's a convincing um, yourself. Is it true or not for yourself? And is it with like with within reason? Like, can this could this have happened? Right. Um, and. Then the other side is, is, must I believe it? Does it hold hold to it? And does others perceive it like that as well? But that leads us into an issue of, of guessing where we actually don't hold truth necessarily or it perceives mm. us into the future of like our perception of things when they could be wrong. So um, when we got to look at the bigger picture and taking a step back and once we pass this, we look at kind of in that scientific method of, is it true? 
is it right or wrong based on the facts where the other ones are wanting to convince ourselves or wanting to convince others that we believe it because it makes us feel good. Sometimes mm. it's a security thing. Sometimes we have to well, do sometimes that. Sometimes you need the validation. You need validation, you know, but, um, but it's more of taking the next stage of, of how to see things a bit more clearly. And, and I feel like I've always done this in my life just because of I'm confronted with something and I mean, we could either lie to ourselves and we just dig it down just to actually um, yet suppress anything and just to cope and manage in life. But I recognize as I get older, is like, I just want to deal with it. I don't know if it's just the ex-American side of me, <laughs> just being blunt and like, Meh! but I, or the psychedelics that I've used in the past, because it's, well, to be fair, like it's how I process information, how I can either grieve how I can move on and see what I need to do next in order to, to get actions taken, right? So it's um, helped me over over the years to recognize certain patterns that I've seen in other people or myself. Um, and so how are you finding the book so far? Yeah, well, I've only just started, right? <laughs> so uh, it's right in the beginning, and I it's getting that um, ideas of um, just the mindset of it so it well to get back to you the scout mindset the scout mindset why julia gallif why some people see things clearly and others don't so i'm like great and i always saw myself as more of that exploration like out there what's out there how to take information how to bring it back it's just having that curiosity it's right? the curiosity but yeah. being real when you're confronted with with the things and information that comes in you know for what it is um, so yeah we'll see how that goes i like this and having a queer perspective on it as well, too, because I'm sure she's not. Although, actually, they do start off in the talk about the AIDS epidemic in the 1930s. Oh, sorry, not 1930s. In, in, um, 19, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Born in 1983. Uh, the 1980s. 1980s. So, um, yeah, and how it will come in. So, we'll see. That is awesome. Yeah. So, I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you went to Greytown and you went to Cape Palliser? Yeah. That was so nice. I needed to get out. And speaking of mental health, and this is this is what I like about Wellington is, I keep on forgetting like you don't really have to go very far to feel like you're really outside of the city. And so yeah, Cape Palliser was like an hour and a half, you know, over the mountains. And so, do you want to tell our international listeners what Cape Palliser is? Yeah. So Cape Palliser is so okay. If you, if you know New Zealand. The know the country. Um, there's two islands, and Wellington, where we live in, is the capital, is at the bottom of the North Island. We're on the tip. We're on the very tip, very tip. And there is a, what do you call it, inlet? No, is it? It's a harbor. It's a harbor. Think of it like San Francisco, right? We're kind of we're kind of shaped like San Francisco in a way, and uh, but with the weather like, oh, we already discussed that last week. Weather like Seattle and it's just windy, but anyway, so. We go north, and you cross the mountain range, and that gets it into the Wairarapa, and it's all That's flat. That's the winemaking region of North Island. Correct. The winemaking region. What, like red wines, right? I think they make I all. I don't know. <laughs> Look at this. There's we are not wine connoisseurs. We'll drink it. Pinot Gris, South Island. Right? Yeah. What do they make in Martinborough? They make white and red. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anyways, it's good. Back, it's good. Anyways, back. so wine country, it's kind of dry. It's flat. It's not, it's not very, it's one of my least favorite parts of New Zealand, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, but, you know, you go south from there and 
Um, past James Cameron's house, his lake that he bought. Did you know that he owns that lake? He what? <laughs> so, First book deposit right? was owned by so, Amazon. This is hearsay. Like, I'm I pretty mean, sure. I know that James Cameron had a house here. I did not know that he bought it. Well, he has there. all that land out there. He owns all the organic farms. And when I worked at Cummins Organics, he's filming Avatar there. No, no, no. He just <laughs> lives there. And um, but yeah, he lives in that lake. And, I mean, I don't blame and, him. It's a nice yeah. place. I mean, it's a, it's a nice it's a country to live. It's a good place, yeah. Yeah, so you went past yeah. his lake. So, yeah, somewhere around the area. And um, that's another story for the day. I could dive in more. But no, I went to Cape Hallister because I had a friend um, whose birthday it was. And it's a bunch of burners that were there. So I didn't realize that they had this um, really cool... I've been out in Cape Hallister a number of times, but right next to the Pinnacles... So if you've seen Lord of the Rings, the parts, uh, the Pinnacles is... It's in movie three, Return of the King. <laughs> Look at you. Hello, Return hello. of the King. Yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the part when Aragorn goes into the mountains because he has to go and get that extra army yeah. who owe him allegiance. And he says, what say you? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, huge Lord of the Rings yeah. uh, geek slash fan here. Um... Yeah, it's incredible landscape. Yeah, so that's where the pinna- So Pinna- that's where the scene was shot at the pinnacle, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this hut. So in in Aotearoa, if you go camping, you there's all these huts everywhere, and you can just book them, right? And so we didn't realize they had this hut that I mean it's really cheap, and the huts are fucking cheap, but it's they had this hut at next to the pinnacles and it's two houses and you so we had a party there and just i mean it's like ten dollars something like that um and yeah brought like our friends brought um it was a forest like critter theme it was so cute so i had my fox onesie and and i had my leggings underneath it and a lot of burners so really good music um people brought a bunch of food it was a huge potluck just really good, like, like, grounding and just seeing a lot of my friends again from the burner community or haven't seen for a while and just have a good time in, in the bush. And it was great. So then the next day, like, I went to sleep and I'm like, great, this is exactly what I needed to just get out, be with, um, with the ocean, just the ocean waves hitting because you. Because Cape Pulsher has a lighthouse? Yeah, it has the lighthouse. Yep. So the next day I went and just drove up. I'm like, cool, I'm just going to go check it out look at and drove over to the lighthouse went up super windy in that area little white and red um spiral um lighthouse really cool and then they have all the seals around but the seal oh my god they were so cute like <laughs> you can you, you drive up and you can smell them immediately yeah you and, can. and i'm just wandering around i'm like i see them in the bush and there, there's this one that's just gonna like like wobbling around like <laughs> and, and i'm like hey little guy hey little bugger like you're so cute it was a little baby you know and but i, I like, realized Mom's gonna you be can't... oh i know yeah so i was like looking into the corner and i'm like holy shit like right there because they just um they just appear out of nowhere sometimes well, yeah, you just don't they're protective even of their... i know i know and their... they have to be careful so they're the bushes i couldn't go in because i'm like you need to have that space because they're popping out from nowhere and then <laughs> literally and then behind me i hear like this <laughs> like this cry and i'm like oh my god i need to get out of here and i wasn't very far into it it was just past my car and 
Um, little baby crying and... Because they wanted food. Oh, I don't know. They sort of saw me and they're like, what is this guy doing? And so I wandered around to the rocky areas and like, they just were at the top of the, of the cliffs. Just like, I don't know how they do it. Honestly, they're just very impressive. Um, saw a dead seal, unfortunately. You know, it was so cute. It was, it was, yeah, petrifying, but it was actually kind of cool looking to look at, to be fair. But, um... Yeah, and then there's next to the side of the road, and they're just like lounging and like they just sunbathing, don't, sunbathing. And soaking and I'm like, are you alive? Or are you just yeah? So it's really nice. And then stopped into like this little tiny, um, this cute little tiny shop that was in the town over there. It was like little beach vibes, and um, bought a rope, soap rope for like twenty bucks. I thought it was pretty good. Like good, bought a what? A, a rope, a rope with soap on it. You're soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. Soap on a rope. It was, so it was, normally the bars are like eighteen dollars, and this whole thing was twenty dollars. You're like, cool. So I'm, I'm so on it. Yeah. I wanted the magnets, and so um, <laughs> that's what I wanted. I want the magnets, and because I grew up with magnet so collection. Did you want? So did you buy a magnet? I want a magnet and a rope soap. Yes. Good. <laughs> I did not get my power fritter. No, I missed that opportunity. But yeah, so did you say that you collect magnets? Yeah, I grew up, my, my family collected magnets as we grew up. Oh. Did your family not do that? Yes, my yeah. mom does that. Oh my gosh, but right. Everywhere we go, yep. she has to get a magnet. magnet. I actually had to send, so my parents have never, well, so far they have not managed to visit me in Aotearoa because mm. um, COVID, hello? Right. Yeah. So my mom was like, you have to send me a magnet from New Zealand. I said, yeah. but you haven't visited New Zealand. Yeah, so? <laughs> so I kid you not, I sent mm. her a Wellington magnet. Mm. That's good. How do you find the magnets of the country? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a well, lot of- I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but there's a lot of Middle Earth stuff, and I'm going. Surely, there's more to Aotearoa yeah. than just Middle well, Earth and Lord of the Rings. What pisses right? me off is like it's all of those green arrow signs with the names of the towns on it as it's the like, magnets. Yeah, and you're like, and it, come you, on, right? And it's just like my parents have so many of them. And it's just, I just find it boring and repetitive. And I'm like, it's one guy that does it all. So I'm like, great. But let's get a little more creativity in this. You know, I like the ones that are 3D that stick out. Maybe they're wooden. They're like, they're really cool. But when you just, it's so like standard. Like you get these ones. I have this one square, off Mount And the pictures Cook, on it. Which is like a 1880s poster or something yeah. and they've done that which i found really cool yeah. but yeah there is a lot of those road signs ones and you're like so come on guys surely just... there has to be something else right yeah there's a business opportunity right there so easily it's something i want to do right, <laughs> add so it to my list is of... that a business idea right there? Well, I, I have a lot of business ideas i thought about this for a while to be fair so I'm like, I can provide this. Okay. Well, like, while well, getting Wellington, like, I would want a, I want a collection of magnets of Wellington, like, the landscape of Wellington, right? So you have the beehive, you have Te Papa, you have... You have the cable car. The cable car, right? But it's like Not a little big. puzzle. It's a little puzzle, so you can only get them by going to those places. Ooh. And then you put them together, and now you have a bigger magnet. So you have, like, a skyline. Yeah. Or, like, a... A skyline of Wellington, and... You get the little tiny magnets, and so they can what would you have on. in it? You'd have the beehive, you have Mount Vec, you yep. have Tipapa, you have the cable car, yep. the Brooklyn turbine, and maybe a seal. There you go, done. That's Wellington for you. A seal in the water. You wouldn't even seal a, a penguin. You see, uh, sometimes the seals actually. Rocks. Sometimes. Well, that's red another rocks. side though. Side. But some part of Wellington. Yeah. But either way, it's like yeah. So you get that on, and like 
yeah, I would want to, because I, I, I want my magnet collection to be cool and fun, you know, and of like, course, yeah, just like and I would, guys. and it's just like, I want to collect them all. Hello. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> I want my magnet collection oh my to God. be complete. You have to tell <laughs> what? our listeners. I can't believe we forgot this. What? <laughs> How you want a bike. <laughs> oh, that's right. I want a bike this weekend. Oh, like, well, I forget that. Something. Oh my God. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How could I? <laughs> How could I but forget this? that? It's a kid's bike, and I don't even. <laughs> I don't you even told have a kid. me all about it on Friday. Oh when my I gosh! Saw you. I like, okay, get this, get this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I want a bike. Um, yeah, this is after like right after I'm taking pictures of Parliament and things because I want to make NFTs, <laughs> and then this girl um, stopped me with taking a picture of. Is this um, on the way back from the library. Is that on the way back from nah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I was on the way back it to the library. It was a great day. Um, and then somebody stopped me in the road because uh, they saw me from TikTok, um, a fan of mine. Because he's famous, Oh, my guys. gosh. I'm, it's really it's really surreal when you, when people stop you on the streets because it starts making things real. Is it really surreal or are you just used to it? No. It's like, who stops you in this? this is, you're the guy from TikTok, the gay guy. I'm like, yes, thank you. Um, but they're really nice. I love talking to them. I love, because I'm curious and I yeah. want to know things and I want to help them out. So, and, um, but yeah, on the way back, I was going to meet Azu for a meeting. And I, the, by the statue of the, the person that's jumping off near Te Papa, I, there is this person with a bike and a little tag. And I'm like, yo, what's this? And he's like, oh, you can win it. I'm like, what? How? It's like, oh, you just go online, look at the cute, like the, the clues. And it's from 99 Bikes. And um, he's like, it doesn't matter if you're an adult or kid, whatever, you know, it's, it's a bike giving away. So I was like, okay, cool. So I just skated away, got to the road. And I'm like, oh, I wonder, I'm curious, like, just check online to find out what the clues are. Yeah. And it was, it's, it was for, um, the public the school holidays and so giving the kids uh, little adventure things to do for the kids and um then they can run a bike and so but the questions were like how many bike tires or how many tires are on an adult's bike how many stores are in uh, of 99 bikes are in Aotearoa how many um there's um how many kiwis are looking for the bikes and how many bikes are given be given away mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. two you know two six two two yeah so it's like okay, um, I might as well just go check it out. Like, cause why? What, what am I going to lose? You know, like it's just. It's all about winning. It's all. About, it's all about winning, and I rock <laughs> up, and that guy. I'm like, can I give it a go? And the guys like, oh yeah, but there's thousands of combinations, and you have to look at the codes. And I'm just like, Jink! <laughs> and he looks at me like, um, like you won. <laughs> and so. So was he. So was he genuinely shocked? I think he was shy. I don't. He was not expecting it to be just undoing it right then and there. I think he just made his weekend. He's, He's like, like, did you look at the clues? I'm like, yeah, I went online and looked at them. He's like, well, there you go. And <laughs> but it was just already there. So but and it's this beautiful purple bike. It's oh, it's blue. I thought it was purple. It's blue. It's kind of like that dress. Is it, <laughs> is it blue or... Is it blue or is it purple? I don't yeah. know. Pick a color. So, okay, so it's a blue Yeah, bike. so it's cute. So I got it. And one is like, congratulations. He was hoping it was for like a family. And, you know, and like, well, I don't have any kids. But but I decided is I'm going to use it because I want to pass it on to the rainbow community. It's, I'm all for the rainbow community and, and it's my life now. So um, I want to use it for different spokes. Wellington. So we'll make an activity for bringing rainbow families together and use yeah. that as as a way to um, saying, hey, we have a, a, a bike giveaway for for anybody that you know that comes, and we'll draw it. So, so that'll be really really fun. Um, so I won that bike. 
That was so funny. Isn't that awesome? It's, like, it's and completely unexpected. So unexpected. So he showed up at the office because he was supposed to be meeting me with this one, with this bike in tow. No, actually, you sent me a video yeah. on Facebook Messenger going, hey, so I just want a bike, so I'll be 10 minutes late. And there's me going, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. But uh, but it's cool because you'll get to use yeah. it for something that you feel very... I can help people with it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, and it'll be awesome. Yeah. So where's the bike right now? It's parked outside. In my shed. Yeah. 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 Free maintenance for a year. Bike helmet. Oh, wow. I know. My favorite color. It's right there. It's going to make some kid really, really happy. It'll be really nice. Yeah. 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 So, so it'll be good. And yeah, so that was, that was fun. That was fun. So, I could- yeah. I can just imagine that that person's face going. Just so confused. <laughs> just, he was so confused. He didn't know what he what was, was like, going on. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. Yeah. So what's on you for next week? Then what are you going to be investigating into? What does that look like? Uh, uh well, we have a long weekend coming up, yeah. and I am. You know, it's interesting, five years ago, or, yeah, actually five years ago, I could say, mm. it's been four years since I moved to Aotearoa, it was actually four years on Sunday, mm. so I celebrated oh, my right. moving to New Zealand anniversary <laughs> by doing fuck all. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, was, it want, was it needed or wanted, or like, did you want to celebrate? No, I... Well, the thing is, it's interesting, you know, when you look at the word celebration, I think it's so subjective. You can celebrate by just staying in bed all day and watching Netflix, mm. or you can celebrate with friends. Mm. So whatever floats your boat. Mm. And for me, it was really about just sitting in that place of gratitude at home. I watched... Um... um I'm doing a rerun of Friends. Yep. I never actually huge... watched it. <gasps> I know. You're that unicorn who's never watched Friends? <laughs> I never really liked it growing up. I was just like, Fair eh, enough. it was all right. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of representation mm. in Friends as well, so mm. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched a couple of episodes and then I just, you know, I was just literally just acknowledging to myself how far I have come and everything. And uh, so I had a very chilled weekend. And for next week... I'm going to have another chilled weekend. I'm going to go for a long walk around mm. Mount Victoria. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to do some reading. And yeah, see what else Wellington has to offer. My um, Is it looking towards like the, the business sector in terms of what to offer? Or just um, nature or events or... Nature, yeah. yeah. So yeah. hence the long walk. And... Oh, do you know about the little like fairy um fairy garden that's in Malvik. oh yeah what yeah <laughs> so, you can clearly tell so by my the... face that you have no idea <laughs> so okay so if you're yeah it's garden. a little it's a little like not even a fairy garden it's like a little fairy village yeah and is that the one at the top of the road no no no, no. it's those gardens well there is a memorial so if you go past newtown Oh, yeah. Up there. Kind of Past near, the SPCA? Um, I think it's more near the zoo. Near the zoo area. I think it's near the zoo area. It's very mysterious. Is that still part of Mount Vic? Oh, uh, it's that whole range. Okay. I don't know if it's part of... Is it... Does it kind of... What mountain is that? I mean, we call it a hill. 
I count it as a mountain. It's pretty big. No. Wellington <laughs> is a hilly city. Yeah. Not a mountain well, city. I can show you a path. Well, it's over there. There's a there's a memorial. Really cool memorial. And there, right next to it, is a little fairy village. You walk by and all these little, like... Um, there's, like, sheep having tea together. <laughs> and there's little houses and, like, yeah, there's some weird things in some of them. I don't know. But I like weird them. things. So it's like, really weird and it's I love great. It. It's okay. fabulous. I can show you a link. That's yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited for my walk with my friend on Sunday because it's been a while since I walked around Mount Victoria. And one of the things that I love about Wellington is every time I step out for a walk or for a run, I find something new. Mm. So on Saturday, I went for a run. Uh, so for those who don't know, I'm a regular runner. Uh, I'm training for a half marathon mm. for next year. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed. I am not at that stage of my life. Okay. <laughs> for me, it's a form of therapy, but yeah. it's also like yeah. for my mental health. I do like and running it keeps in the grounding. bush, though. Like running barefoot in the bush or with my toes. Oh, yeah, I cool do like a. that. I don't like, like running grounding. in the city. I don't. I like running in the bush. Yeah. yeah trail enough. running. No, trail running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I get that. Mm. Um, so I was running around my neighborhood, which is Brooklyn, so up and down the hills. And I found out that in the neighborhood, which is next to mine called Burhampur, I hope I have have pronounced it correctly. (laughs) A new cafe has opened. Well, I don't think so. It's relatively new. I think it's been there for a wee while. But it is a Maori-owned and a Maori-run cafe called Kawakawa Eatery. Oh, my God. And I remember running past it and slowing down going, when did this open? (laughs) And I went, I have to come back to this one Mm. day or soon because it's literally like, what, a 15-minute walk from my place but it looked like really cool really welcoming and then i googled it and it's um it's a branch or an offshoot of the caraca cafe which is by the waterfront yeah that's where i was uh engaged to be married Ooh, (laughs) i feel like i feel like that's another podcast that's another podcast and it's we can talk about my (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband life no, we could just talk about exes. Marriage, oh my god! Marriage, New Zealand marriage. Hey, it got me citizenship. So, oh, well, actually, just got it in the today in the mail. I was so excited. I've been approved for my citizenship. Oh my gosh, it's exciting. Uh, five more months until I have to. I can wait till I get to Holy the ceremony. Scout, you've had a. You've had a, a long time. Eight no, years? no, no. I was gonna say you've had a very eventful. You've had a very eventful week since our last podcast, and there's, there's me going. Lot. I just went for a run. There's a lot that happens in my life. I ordered a book. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> There's you going, I want to buy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a kid Palisir in Greytown. Yeah. yeah. Your citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Good things, though. Good things. Good, Good things. things. But yeah. Um, I want to check out this cafe. I, I'm looking for, I would love to have, what I think is missing, I would love to have is a completely Toreo cafe. Yeah, that'd be awesome. No English spoken, only Toreo. That is it. I think it. I think it needs it because it's hard to to practice Toreo mm-hmm. and put it to use. And but um, it's needed. It's coming. So yeah, no, I'm really eager to check out that cafe. It looked super cozy, super nice. Yeah, we should mm. do that. So yeah. that was my. Uh, oh, I hadn't noticed that before on my run. So that's one of the things I love about Wellington is every time I step outside the house, 
I will have in my head, yep, I'm not going to notice anything new. And then I do it and I go, oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And mm-hmm. that's the thing, at least for me with Wellington is, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I'm constantly surprised in a good way by mm. Wellington going, I didn't notice that. Mm. Or where did that show up? Maybe we should make a uh, TikTok account for um, what's out there. Check oh up gosh, videos. here we go. <laughs> More of you, but me and you just be like, because that's actually just a good place. Because if we go out there, look Does at stuff. Does that mean you're going to become I... a content creator? Maybe. I have to be on TikTok? You don't have to. Okay, cool. You have to be on TikTok, yes. That's the future of social media. <laughs> Sorry. But I'm shy. Yeah. You, don't, you just show yourself. You don't have to show yourself. Just show other things. I'm shy. You can record me. I can show you. Because <laughs> you're always saying this. I love how you say, no, I, no, no, no. I love how you say, you can record me. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I don't mind. But uh, yeah, no, I was, Um, it was really nice to see uh, that cafe pop up in Burhampur mm. because the space that they have occupied, it had, it used to be a bakery mm. and then they closed down. The Wait, is that in the Gramercy? No, it's across from the Gramercy. Uh Okay. Yeah, mm. so it's pretty cool, and they have a, they have some really cool shops in Burnpore. They have like a, uh, a shop that sells like recyclable stuff mm. and like organic food, yeah, yeah. kind of like common sense and that kind of stuff. But it's like yeah. it's getting its own like real um, mm. like really eco friendly kind of vibe around that area. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm eager to check out the cafe. Can I think it'll be a good addition? Mm. Uh, to the area. Yeah, yeah. no, it's cool. Nice. So that's nice. what I noticed. Yeah. Normally when I'm it's... running, I'm just like, you know, just focused on yeah. that. But it was good to yeah. see that. And I'm also waiting for the Bahuda cows to bloom soon. Oh my gosh. Oh, there's already, it's last Have month. Have they blooming? Last month. Not the ones around my house. No, it's, I was actually shocked. So the, I mean, that's the advent of summer the, here, right? Yeah, Isn't but it? the Bahuda cow was flowering really around Christmas. But last month, um, there's one tree next to Newtown. Sorry, not Newtown, um, New World on the waterfront. And that little pedestrian area that's kind of people don't want to yeah, walk yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it's all pedestrian. It's one tree not. there, and I was like, "Why? Are, why is this flowering? This is so strange." I'm like, did you stand in front of him and say, "Why?" I why did. Are you I was talking to it. And it was like, September. Are you okay? It was September. They flower in December. Like, what is going on? So, it's for those so of weird. you who don't know, pahutakawas are the Christmas tree of Aotearoa. Rata family. Of the what family? Rata. Rata family. Rata family and they have this distinct red flower and uh, what's more it's like a like a brush think of it like a like a comb kind of sticking out with a ton of um stamens they're sticking out because they don't actually have any flower petals is this your permaculture no it's just a beekeeping back beekeeping background see there's you so know. many facets There's to you. Lot. i know a yeah. lot about about trees yeah. <laughs> flowering trees for bees can when they start blooming it usually well it normally means that summer has arrived right yeah yeah so and they are a beautiful sight to see so yeah i'm waiting for them to bloom and you know what i'm looking forward to christmas i'm looking forward Mm. to just switching off and taking it easy and having a proper summer um, do you think we're gonna have a proper summer I i can't even think about that far in advance to be fair i hope so we'll see we'll see how it goes i I don't like the word Christmas. I don't like Christmas. I never liked it growing up. Well, I liked it growing up, but I have issues with it. But I like what okay, it comes with Okay, end of your holidays. Holi- yes. <laughs> First, we have to look forward to Halloween, Hol- though. Oh, I, love- I miss that. I miss that holiday in America, and I wish we had that more here. I got invited to a queer um, Halloween party 
by some uni students from TikTok <laughs> for the 30th. I'm considering going. I want to check it out. So What do you dress up as? I don't know. <gasps> mm, a slutty plant? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something I have no idea. Can you leave the plants I have alone lots of I have lots of outfits, so it's not it would not be hard. I mean, I was quite surprised that Halloween is not celebrated. Wow, well, it's American holiday. It's actually a pagan holiday. Oh, it's a pagan, but it's Americanized though. In the way the format that it is now is Americanized. So, but yeah, it's a pagan holiday, a mixture of a whole bunch of different things smushed together, just like Easter. Hallowsy. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I do like cool. the history of it. I think Me too. I like the history of it too, right? Yeah. But, mm, Ooh, so you might go to this party. We'll see. It's on the 30th. Yeah. That's cool. There's a number of things happening that day. I'm a busy person. <laughs> yes, you are. Content creator. It's yeah, so hard yeah. being famous. It's so, so hard, hard being, being It's so hard <laughs> being you. Just, no, I just want to be chilled. So, um, yeah. Um, we don't have much time left. See? Can we manage to chat Easy. away? Easy. Yeah. I love so how we have, conversations just They just flow. flow. They just flow. So I have a question for you then to end this. So if there is, what is one gem that stands out to you in Wellington that you would want others to know about that they don't may not realize. Mm. Do I need to give an answer right now? <laughs> Darcy. Give me a quick you give me a quick Duh. one. Like you can tempt them like this. This is like a really cool place. Just something maybe something interesting. Maybe that cafe you like. What or... people don't realize is and I, so I found this out when I visited Wellington. And I was up on Mount Victoria, and I was like, oh, um, I was hoping to see South Island right across yeah. from the, from the strait. Right. And I learned two things, and I think it's, it's kind of like a geeky gem. If that makes sense. Okay. South Island is not directly below North Island, but mm. it's actually on the side. Yeah. And you can... So you get really beautiful views from the south coast mm. of Wellington on a clear day where you can see the Kaikoura Range and you can see South Island. But yeah, I think for me, that would be the gem that is just that scenic... Uh, beauty that you get on the south coast mm. like can i've seen some the gorgeous sunsets, sunsets sunsets at princess against bay the, yeah against the backdrop of the kaikura yeah. range and you're like mm. holy shit it's yeah. beautiful yeah can i think you have to experience that by sitting on a beach like princess bay mm. or um or even island bay having um, just sitting with friends and just watching the sunset and seeing South Island and see how the sun and the light is on the water. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. I think it's it's such a Wellington thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And the South Coast actually provides yeah. you that. Yeah. I think that's for me. That's a good one. Thank you so much, listeners, for listening to us this entire time. We had a really good time. It was great. Thank you, Azu. Are you not going to answer that question? Well, we don't, you don't have enough time. Until next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>